and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar. You know, the more I study the Bible, the more I realize that every single book from Genesis to Revelation all point to Jesus. In the Old Testament, Jesus is predicted. In the New Testament, he is revealed, preached, explained, and expected. You find him everywhere because Jesus is the hero of the entire Bible. I've covered most of the New Testament, and you can find those studies on my blog. This next series is a hunt for Jesus in the Old Testament. It's how God's story becomes our story when we invite him into our lives. It will help us get to know God better, more intimately. And that's what he wants. He wants a relationship with us. Yes, you and me. I pray that as you hear this message, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to study what his spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Let's dig in. Jesus in Numbers, part six. Sinning against God, disobedience has its consequences. The Israelites rebelled against God by not trusting in him. We read that in yesterday's um, passage, passages. And now a whole generation will not see the promised land. They will be wandering in the desert for 40 years until the younger generation is old enough to be able to fight the people who inhabit Canaan. Meanwhile, God, God tells Moses to remind the people that while they're alive, they still have to offer special gifts as a sacrifice to God. He also goes into detail in case sin, in case the sin is unintentional. That's in Numbers 15 verses 1 through 29, and I'll let you read that on your own. Um, however, then we have a major rebellion. The people just don't want to listen to God. They are tired of wandering, tired of waiting for the promised land, and they become impatient. And well, let's dig in. We're picking up in Numbers 15, verse 30. But those who brazenly violate the Lord's will, whether native-born Israelites or foreigners, have blasphemed the Lord, and they must be cut off from the community, since they have treated the Lord's word with contempt and deliberately disobeyed his command, they must be completely cut off and suffer the punishment for their guilt. Penalty for breaking the Sabbath. One day, while the people of Israel were in the wilderness, they discovered a man gathering wood on the Sabbath day. The people who found him doing this took him before Moses, Aaron, and the rest of the community. They held him in custody because they did not know what to do with him. Then the Lord said to Moses, the man must be put to death. The whole community must stone him outside the camp. So the whole community took the man outside the camp and stoned him to death, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. God's not fooling around. Tassels and clothing. Then the Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Throughout the generations to come, you must make tassels for the hems of your clothing and attach them with a blue cord. When you see the tassels, you will remember and obey all the commands of the Lord instead of following your desires and defiling yourselves as you are prone to do. The tassels will help you remember that you must obey all my commands 
and be holy to your God. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt that I might be your God. I am the Lord your God. It has to keep reminding people. So if you've ever wondered why religious Jewish men wear tassels on their clothing or shawls, now you know. It wasn't a fashion statement. They are obeying the law, which makes me ever more grateful of the sacrifice that Jesus did once and for all, fulfilling all the laws of Moses in redemptions for our sins, past, present, and future. Now comes the interesting story. We're in number 16, and we have Korah's rebellion. One day, Korah, son of Izar, descendant of Kohath, son of Levi, conspired with Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the son of Peleth, from the tribe of Reuben. They incited a rebellion against Moses, along with 250 other leaders of the community, all prominent members of the assembly. They united against Moses and Aaron and said, you have gone too far. The whole community of Israel has been set apart by the Lord, and he is with all of us. What right do you have to act as though you are greater than the rest of the Lord's people? When Moses heard what they were saying, he fell face down on the ground. Then he said to Korah and his followers, tomorrow morning the Lord will show us who belongs to him and who is holy. The Lord will allow only those whom he selects to enter his own presence. Korah, you and all your followers must prepare your incense burners, light fires in them tomorrow, and burn incense before the Lord. Then we will see whom the Lord chooses as his holy one. You Levites are the ones who have gone too far. Then Moses spoke again to Korah. Now listen, you Levites. Does it seem insignificant to you that the God of Israel has chosen you from among all the community of Israel to be near him so you can serve in the Lord's tabernacle and stand before the people to minister to them? Korah, he has already given this special ministry to you and your fellow Levites. Are you now demanding the priesthood as well? The Lord is the one you and your followers are really revolting against. For who is Aaron that you are complaining about him? Then Moses summoned Dathan and um, Abiram, the sons of Eliab, but they replied, we refuse to come before you. Isn't it enough that you brought us out of Egypt, a land flowing with milk and honey, to kill us here in this wilderness? and that you now treat us like your subjects. What's more, you haven't brought us into another land flowing with milk and honey. You haven't given us a new homeland with fields and vineyards. Are you trying to fool these men? We will not come. Then Moses became very angry and said to the Lord, do not accept their grain offerings. I have not taken so much as a donkey from them. I have never hurt a single one of them. And Moses said to Korah, you and all your followers must come here tomorrow and present yourselves before the Lord. Aaron will also be here. You and each of your 250 followers must prepare an incense burner and put incense on it so you can all present them before the Lord. Aaron will also bring his incense burner. So each of these men prepared an incense burner, lit the fire, and placed incense on it. 
Then they all stood at the entrance of the tabernacle with Moses and Aaron. Meanwhile, Korah had stirred up the entire community against Moses and Aaron, and they all gathered at the tabernacle entrance. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to the whole community, and the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Get away from all these people so that I may instantly destroy them. But Moses and Aaron fell face down on the ground. Oh God, they pleaded. You are the God who gives breath to all creatures. Must you be angry with all the people when only one man sins? And the Lord said to Moses, then tell all the people to get away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. So Moses got up and rushed over to the tents of Dathan, Abiram, followed by the elders of Israel. Quick, he told the people, get away from the tents of these wicked men and don't touch anything that belongs to them. If you do, you will be destroyed for their sins. So all the people stood back from the tents of Korah, Datham, and Abiram. And then Datham and Abiram came out and stood at the entrances of their tents together with their wives, children, and little ones. And Moses said, this is how you will know that the Lord has sent me to do all these things that I have done, for I have not done them on my own. If these men die a natural death, or if nothing unusual happens, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord does something entirely new, and the ground opens up its mouth and swallows them and all their belongings as one major sinkhole, and they go down alive into the grave, then you will know that these men have shown contempt for the Lord. He had hardly finished speaking the words when the ground suddenly split open beneath them. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed the men along with their households and all their followers who were standing with them and everything they owned. So they went down alive into the grave along with all their belongings. The earth closed over them and they all vanished from among the people of Israel. All the people around them fled when they heard their screams. The earth will swallow us too. Then the fire blazed forth from the Lord and burned up the 250 men who were offering incense. And the Lord said to Moses, tell Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, to pull all the incense burners from the fire, for they are holy. Also tell them to scatter the burning coals. Take the incense burners of these men who have sinned at the cost of their lives and hammer the metal into a thin sheet to overlay the altar. Since these burners were used in the Lord's presence, they have become holy. Let them serve as a warning to the people of Israel. So Eleazar the priest collected the 250 bronze incense burners that had been used by the men who died in the fire and the bronze was hammered into a thin sheet to overlay the altar. This would warn the Israelites that no unauthorized person, no one who has was not a descendant of Aaron should ever enter the Lord's presence to burn incense. If anyone did, the same thing would happen to him as happened to Korah and his followers. So the, Lord instruct, inst, the Lord's instructions to Moses were carried out. But the very next morning, the whole community of Israel began muttering against Moses and Aaron saying, you have killed the Lord's people. As the community gathered to protest against Moses and Aaron, they turned toward the tabernacle and saw that the cloud had covered it and the glorious presence of the Lord appeared. 
Moses and Aaron came and stood in front of the tabernacle and the Lord said to Moses, get away from all these people so that I could instantly destroy them. But Moses and Aaron fell face down on the ground and Moses said to Aaron, quick, take an incense burner and place burning coals on it from the altar, lay incense on it and carry it out among the people to purify them and make them right with the Lord. The Lord's anger is blazing against them. The plague has already begun. Aaron did as Moses told him and ran out among the people. The plague had already begun to strike down the people, but Aaron burned the incense and purified the people. He stood between the dead and the living, and the plague stopped. But 14,700 people died in that plague in addition to those who had died in the affair involving Korah, 250. Then because the plague had stopped, Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance of the tabernacle. And we'll continue the story tomorrow. But think about what I said before. Jesus came to fulfill all the laws of Moses. He was the ultimate sacrifice and atonement for all our sins. When we believe, repent, and surrender our lives to Jesus, we will not perish. We will not end up in hell. We do join him in heaven. Where you spend eternity is your choice. If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven and that you won't be left behind at the rapture, what you have to do is believe, repent, be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. Believe, have faith that Jesus is the Christ and he died taking your sins away forever. Repent of your sins. Stop sinning. Do a complete 180 degree turn in your life and surrender your life to him. Be baptized. Show the world and yourself that you have died to your old life and are born again in Christ and receive the Holy Spirit in your heart. So what are you waiting for? Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift and confident hope of eternal life. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want 
anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.